I went to art school in the early 90s, just a few years before the advent of digital photography, and I did a lot of weddings, bar mitzvahs, and newspaper work. The best job, the job that was hardest to get and that a photographer would hold on to with both hands, was to be the house photographer for a funeral home. A friend of mine did this. As part of the package, the bereaved could purchase a portrait of their loved one in their coffin. 5x7, 8x10, color, black and white, whatever you want. Not to be disrespectful, but easiest job in the world. Set up your camera, use available light. Maybe you would need an exposure of up to five seconds. Whatever you're photographing isn't moving. And he did sell a lot of pictures. While I never did get a job like that, I did work in a lot of one-hour photo labs. Remember those? People would drop off their film, film, and get pictures back in an hour. If you worked in that industry, you saw some pretty weird stuff. Lots of nudity, usually from people you would never see again, since they drove pretty far from their own communities to have their film developed. And don't think that everyone in the store didn't have a small stack of copies of all that stuff. We uncovered some crimes, found some stolen property, that sort of thing. One guy did get arrested in front of me when he came to pick his pictures up. The memorable stuff, the stories you would tell your family at dinner, were the UFOs and the ghosts. Every once in a while, someone would come in with a photo and a negative and insist that someone was on the film who most definitely was not present when the picture was taken. Don't even get me started on the flying saucers. We would nod and profess amazement at the customer's evidence of the paranormal and run off 50 copies or so for them to take to the newspapers. For us, it was amusing. At a time, it was serious business. Spiritualism or the spiritualist movement, began in the 1840s and would eventually involve upwards of 8 million people in the U.S. and Europe. Spiritualism, in a nutshell, is the belief that the distinct intelligence of a dead person lives on after physical death and that this intelligence can be communicated with through a medium. This is when Ouija boards, automatic writing, and seances become a thing. In darkened rooms, spirits were tapping on tables, knocking over glasses, and sometimes blowing trumpets. Loss and bereavement are not to be taken lightly, and add to that the sudden and unexpected loss of thousands of soldiers in the war. Well, you can't blame people for wanting some evidence that their loved ones lived on somewhere and might rejoin them someday. At the intersection of spiritualism and technology lay the business of spirit photography. In the early 1860s, a photographer named William Mumler goofed up and took a self-portrait of himself using a photographic plate that had previously been used, and the result was a double exposure. The first subject looked slightly ghost-like in relation to Mumler. He passed the image around to a few friends, and somehow it ended up on someone's desk at a spiritualism journal called The Herald of Progress. They contacted Mumler, who went with it. And I get it, photography is expensive, and a money-making opportunity is a money-making opportunity. It's a good story, but yes, it is unethical, and yes, it is fraud. He spent years photographing people with the dead. Just. Google spirit photography to see some examples. The ones I'm looking at while I write this are very, very obviously double exposures. We used to do stuff like this all the time in photography classes. 
Mumler could conduct a seance to welcome spirits into the studio, then take a standard portrait, bring the camera in the back, or load the glass negative into another camera and just shoot a picture over it. You could take a picture of someone's picture or have a model pose. If they don't look just like the person, knock the camera a little out of focus. Often the customer would see the person they wanted to see in the picture. The most famous spirit photograph is Mary Todd Lincoln sitting in a chair while her husband, dead almost five years, stands behind her. I love how Mumler left a lot of space above Mrs. Lincoln's head and to her right so that Abe could fill that space perfectly. Yes, I'm making light of this. It is true that these people were taking advantage of people's grief for their monetary gain. Even though the spiritualist movement more or less died out around the turn of the century, you still hear people talk about spirit photographs. Go on a ghost tour and ask about orbs and rods and you will hear some stories. Most of the time these things have normal technological or just natural explanations. But there is still money in television shows and podcasts to exploit the belief that ghosts can be photographed. We do talk more about spirit photography and how spirit photography helped uncover the life of one Habersham County native on the Clarksville History, Mystery, Murder, and Mayhem walking tour. From September 18th until October 30th, meet us at the theater in downtown Clarksville at 7 p.m. on Friday, 7 p.m. on Saturday, or 5 p.m. on Sunday. We'll walk through the downtown and you'll hear the history of Clarksville and Habersham County and some pretty good murder and ghost stories. They're only $10 a person, you just pay when you get to the theater, and there's a link in the show notes for more information. Looking forward to seeing you there.